1: That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy.
0: You are listening to the iFanboy Special Edition Podcast on Justice League War. Everybody
2: stare at my side do you love me can you love my nobody's a picture perfect but we're more fish you know that I'm a
0: friend do you love me
3: even with my dark side
0: hello welcome to the special edition i fanboy podcast on justice league war My name is Connor Kilpatrick, and I'm here with the iFanboy Animation Brain Trust, Paul Montgomery. Hey there. And Ryan Haupt.
2: Good to be back in the hot seat.
0: Calling all the way from a foreign land. Correct. And you may uh, notice that we are without Chris Neesman. Chris Neesman, who is a member of the Brain Trust, has decided to take a step down for a while, focus on some other things. So he may be back for some special appearances later on, because there'll be some more of these films coming out. But for right now, the three of us are going to soldier on without him. Um, this is the 18th film of the series, Justice League War is, and uh, it's the first set in the New 52 world, I guess, if you, unless you count the very end of the Flashpoint film. And uh, what I thought was interesting was that you guys will recall, and you listening at home or on the bus or wherever you are will recall, that we theorized, once we knew that Flashpoint was coming, we theorized that perhaps uh these films would would take a page out of the comics and then suddenly and switch all the way to to doing New 52 films and abandoning the old TCU because they are films based on comic book stories. And, yeah, we're
2: the brain trust for a reason, people. And, and uh, uh we're
0: doing apparently that's that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna get to that after this discussion of the film itself. But so this is the first one that is a adaptation of Justice League Origin, which was the first six issues of Justice League by Jeff Johns and Jim Lee. And uh it was um it was a little bit longer, actually, than the normal film. Did you guys notice that? It was, was eighty. Slightly, yeah. Eighty. This says seventy-nine minutes. So seventy-nine minutes, as opposed to usually around seventy. Um, and uh, and the big, the big thing before the film was that they swapped out, of course, Aquaman. Because why use Aquaman in anything? Just because he's awesome. Um, and they put in Captain Marvel or Shazam, as we call him now, uh, instead. So that's where we we were leading into the film. Um, I liked it. I was I, I I was into it. I really enjoyed it. I I think I went into I think I liked it so much because I had really low expectations because it was a new Fifty Two film and I kept waiting to um, be obsessed with the costuming and I was obsessed with Green Lantern's horrible bullseyes on his shoulders. Yeah, those are odd, <laughs> but that served absolutely no purpose whatsoever. But yeah. uh, I I liked it. I loved I loved Wonder Woman's costume design. I thought that was a great costume design. They really toned down the sort of over uh, design elements of Batman's costume. Even Superman's costume didn't really have all those lines and things on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still not a great costume, but uh, it, they, they got rid of those elements, which is strange why they kept that weird bullseye on, on Greenland. And even Flash didn't have those Lines running through his costume, like like he, he
2: did have some extra piping, but it didn't like glow and wasn't accented in the way that it is in the comics. So. Right, you couldn't. It
0: didn't really show up that well unless he was really not moving. Yeah, I
2: think I think Wonder Woman's costume was the biggest departure, and I'm surprised. I mean, I know the movie just came out, but I'm surprised we're not seeing more people talking about that because you know representation in comics and women in comics has been an issue of late, and I feel like this her her changes in her costume were a step in the right direction towards. Um, Minimizing the overt impracticality and over-sexualization of some of those elements.
0: I just loved the boots. I loved the little turtleneck bit. I loved the
3: the arms. I thought it was a great look. Yeah, and they they mm-hmm. also they also make a plot point out of it. Yes, you know, the fact that she feels like a warrior in it, and there's a guy who apparently cross dresses in it because uh, it makes him feel powerful <laughs> too.
2: And she and she logs him for it. Yes. Like it's a, it was a great opportunity for even more like kind of weird gender issues to come into play. But Wonder Woman's like, no man, rocket, Come on, Yeah, it's a fun one.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had Cyborg, who starts off very bulky, slims down a bit as the film goes on. And one of the things I didn't, I guess, anticipate was in the portrayal of Shazam was that he was... And I actually liked it, was that he was constantly flickering with lightning Yeah, Yeah, that was cool. Which was a really cool touch. It's um, one of those
2: elements that you can do animated better than you could do in the comics.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the story is pretty basic. If you saw the end of the flashpoint or if you read the comics, uh, the dark side of his... T- Pair demons have invaded Earth and, and the various members of the Justice League come together to stop it and this is their first time meeting each other so you get all those introductions things that happen in the comics and you get that here so there's a bit younger slightly more inexperienced members of the, of the team here and uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it I thought they were, I don't think Jay Oliva who directed this is one of their better directors I think he's sort of a workman like director but uh, I, thought the, I thought on the whole I, I thought it was really a lot of fun
3: yeah, going going into it, I hadn't been a big fan of that arc of of the comics and and I I think I read the first two issues and I kind of dropped off of it. I said this this kind of isn't for me. It's not it's not really designed for me. It felt like it was designed for um for newer readers. Um mm-hmm. and even where there was some other new 52 stuff that felt like um, more established readers could could appreciate. So it just felt like like this okay, this isn't for me, so I'm just going to try to find you know find my love somewhere else and um and the first the first act I thought was a little bit rough in this but then the more I watched it the more I got into it and I think the movie really comes alive um with a Wonder Woman sequence where she I mean there 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 are bright points before then but when uh she starts taking on the Parademons outside the yeah. White House um that's really when the film kicks into gear and it it almost becomes set piece after set piece but in a really, in a really strong way, and I think the key to this movie that 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 made it so successful for me was um, the relationships, um, not just the relationship. There are a lot of characters here, and I think it yep. was smart to to uh, to leave Aquaman out um, and to bring Shazam Ooh. in. Um, I like Aquaman a lot, but but Shazam brings something really interesting to the story and I think he was a real high point for yeah, me. Yeah, no I, I thought he was
0: great. I thought the relationship of him and Cyborg. Cyborg was great. He was uh, in this story Billy Batson's a fan of of uh, Vic Victor Stones. Stone. Vic, yeah. And he's you know Vic Vic Victor Vic Stone Victor Stone who is a, a football player and uh, so then now he gets to be a teammate of his hero which was a nice little uh twist. I mean I liked the, what he brought. I'm, I'm just a big Aquaman fan.
3: Oh yeah, uh, no, I mean, I love Aquaman too, but I think that there's so many characters in here that it's, it's... I thought they actually did a really good job of balancing them out.
2: Don't worry, Connor, water is coming.
0: Well, we'll talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but just I thought they did a good job of, of sort of differentiating them all. You yeah. know, we got a sense of who everybody was. I like the fact that... I, I enjoyed the fact that Green Lantern was kind of, of a buffoon. Yeah. And uh, another... That's uh, so usually the Flash, I, agree, I like those Green Lantern.
2: Well, I agree that the bullseyes are very dumb, but one thing about Green Lanterns Designing this and it's another one of those touches where it's only it's easier to do an animation is that his ring really glows, right? It is bright. It is an eyesore almost on the screen when it's there because it's it's emitting so much light
0: Which was a which was what made the contrast between him and Batman, you know compelling It's not that very, was the really other opposite. key
3: relationship for me was like Batman feeling sort of like an older brother to Green Lantern um, Even though they're they're all sort of just starting out Um Batman, rightfully so, feels the most seasoned, and I and I like that he kind of took took Hal on as you know sort of his 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 ward in a way, um, you know, just showing him the ropes and saying, "Listen, you have to concentrate." Um, he figures out, you know, immediately, um, pretty much how his powers work, and then it's all about concentration. And um and I like that Hal also figures out uh, that the Batman is, you know, well, he's not a vampire. um <laughs> He's got some other things going on and he's just a, he's just a human being. And so I think that was another one of the relationships that um, I like here. And as we'll talk later, um, moving forward, I think that they can do some interesting things with that.
0: I liked Justin Kirk a lot as Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm in the back for Justin Kirk. I love him in weeds. I love him in, in animal practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love his line readings. I think he's funny, and so I thought he was perfect as sort of the overconfident, uh, slightly incapable Green Lantern.
3: He sort of fills the role that uh, that Wally had in yes the, in the uh, Justice. They've totally swapped
0: Wally and and, yeah. and which is good. I liked that. let um, was just talking about the voices for a second. I really liked Christopher Gorham's Flash because he had sort of a Chicago accent. You said yeah. <laughs> which was different because um, you know I like when they have. You know they don't all just sound the same, I and mean, it was nice. I mean, they made him
2: sound more blue collar, working class.
0: Right, and more regional. You know, Central City is sort of a Chicago-esque city in, in the comics, and and I like that bit of it. Um, this is one of the first.
3: It, this is one of the first instances where I could I could really tell the difference between a Barry and a Wally. Right. Um, usually they just go with the the sort of the Wally personality, and here it's definitely something far different than what we've seen before. And I think the only one I didn't really like, and I think this speaks
0: to the larger problem. Uh, a larger problem, and one we're gonna we've talked about before, is I I thought Alan Tidock's Superman was kind of blah. Um, I
3: I was actually I was actually very impressed that he sort of disappeared into that role. But I think the thing that that uh, I, I think I think what you're noticing is that Superman isn't really fleshed out in the script. Well, that's
0: I think mean, that speaks to the larger problem of Superman. Yeah, and I think I thought of all the characters in this film, he was the least interesting. And had the uh, least amount to do that was compelling. Yeah, and when he set up, it's just kind of you know I didn't I didn't really feel the weight of his character at all. Um, yeah, I I think they that. don't know exactly what to do with him still after all this time. Yeah, I,
3: I and just,
2: it I, felt I, like I, they were still giving him kind of a Man of Steel treatment.
3: No,
0: you're right.
2: He's gruffer. He's kind of gruff and, and brusque and not warm. Yeah, you know, I was trying. To, I was trying way. to get
3: over that because you know it's it's the beginning. It's it's their early story, and and as the New Fifty Two set up. You know, he's he doesn't quite know how to restrain his powers at that point. He's a little bit, um, arrogant. Um, I don't, I don't love that characterization, but mm-hmm. I can see what they're going for. And hopefully, it, you know, they can shake out of that. Um, what was funny was that George Newborn was in this as Steve
0: Trevor. Yeah. He had yes, a great, he had a great that. moment
3: at the end, uh, outside the, the, the Capitol. Um, uh, you know, uh, when he, he, he sees the, the, the look between Wonder Woman and Superman, and he's just like, You know what I don't I don't need this I guess. or Steve Trevor or Steve Trevor. <laughs> I love that he forms like a paranoid Justice League of America you know to combat you know the possibility that his this girl that he likes his you know her boyfriend is is maybe an alien terrorist. I kind of <laughs> like that idea,
0: oh, that' just kind of jealous, I mean you know i like I like the little dollops of Superman Wonder Woman flirtation here I mean if you're gonna go for that world and, and go for it and I like that bit when they, they meet on the you know saving the Air Force One. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and the your strong line.
0: Yeah. Good. Um I thought that was all fine. I mean Superman wasn't bad. I just I didn't you know I thought he was got
2: the least amount of love in this film. Yeah. I also well, didn't love his character design. Like the costume was fine. Really big he was head really bulky compared yeah. to the other character. Like I liked the more light Batman, Green Lantern Flash looks right and then you see Superman he just he's kinda hulking almost and yeah i get that he needs to look physically stronger but it didn't quite mesh
3: right this is this is a really dumb note but i think the blue is too dark as well mm. i think it's like it's it's too close to navy um
2: plus his underwear must have fallen off at some point yes that's he's a, not even that's wearing those anymore did that, you guys notice that yeah i did um, uh, so and, let me ask and, you another yeah. question about the art in general.
0: And I know I, I've noticed this for the last couple of films, but I haven't brought it up because I've forgotten. But this time I actually took notes. So that was helpful. Okay. Um, have you guys noticed that like they, there's like a soft focus on the entire thing? Or is that just my TV? Or is it? It feels like it's a very sort of misty look to the, to the I did film.
3: the SD rental, so I, oh. I don't feel, <laughs> then, yeah. I feel disingenuous <laughs> I <noticed> too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do I, I need know, to go up like like a dollar for HD? Soft
0: focus to to it all, but that could just be me. I don't know. It could be crazy. I also noticed that they placed Gotham City in the central 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 part of the country,
2: and Coast City was in Florida.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice that part, but I did. I did notice that the timestamp in Gotham was was Central Standard Time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the
2: map. The map that they show when they're talking about the cities. Sorry, my chair almost just broke on me. Uh, <laughs> the map that they show when they're talking. I am not in the most high tech setup right here, folks. I know. <laughs> it's I know. I'm off. We're I'm just glad to hear you. <laughs> I'm off doing science, but it's very low tech and dirty science. Um, the yeah, they show a map and they only show the eastern seaboard and they talk about um. They talk about Metropolis, Gotham, and Coast City, and the light pops up in Florida when they say Coast City, and I was like, "Huh, all right, interesting, interesting." I mean, there is, you know, there's there's Air Force bases down there. How could be stationed down there for a bit, I guess.
0: But uh, I thought overall it was fun. I mean, you know, it's we've we talked about it before with these kind of big stories, a lot of characters. You're not going to get a ton of. Character moments of depth, but I thought they did a good job. I thought of for the amount of characters, though, the, they do actually gets, get a lot. Yeah, can uh, it uh, into
3: the story, the action. Yeah. Um. Some. Some. You know. Some down notes. I think. Uh. I. I liked Shamar Moore as. Uh, as Victor Stone, as Cyborg. I thought he did a really good job. The character-wise, I don't think they balanced it quite well with the pettiness of how how angry he was at his dad for yeah. not showing up at his game. I was like, like they. I was like, you can, you can play that, but they're they don't have it dialed in quite right because he's pissed off that his dad won't come to his game and he's working on what is obviously some very important science. And so he goes and destroys it. And yeah, right, he just like, grabs I'm... it with his bare hands and was like, ah, rang a little false to me. <laughs> I was like, you sound... exactly, like, especially like,
2: since like Paul, I had to miss your game because I'm here doing science and uh, you didn't yell at me, so you I understood mean, that the science. I, under- is more I totally understood. Yeah.
0: I mean, I understand. I understand years worth of resentment building up, and when you're a father-son relationship, it's different. But and I know, like the like
3: plaque on his seat when he ripped the, stone.
0: When he ripped the mother box out of the Little <laughs> Stages Field, I was like, "What? Did, why would you? Who? Are you? Are you just an
2: idiot?" But I also couldn't. I, going back to the plaque, I couldn't figure out if he was supposed to be high school or college. Like they were talking about recruitment, high school. but it was it right, was high school. So, yeah, but at that but point, like, yeah. did you guys go to high schools that had assigned seatings at the football games? Like, no did i yeah was my town just too small like you lived in new york connor like, but
0: we don't really did, have football in new york but
2: uh, a science, uh like a science seating with a plaque for the fathers of it the just players. seemed
3: very formal and <laughs> and you know and he, he you know he does sound a bit older than than high school but yeah that was his voice is a little matrice apparently victor stone's a smoker yeah, the, the whole thing deep. with I thought I thought it was a, it was a good performance. Like once you get no, into what, the actual side I thought it was great. Yeah. That but that also raises the point that he goes through that transformation very quickly and becomes a member of the Justice League or the you know Super Seven or whatever the Super hell they friends. are. Yeah,
0: um, I, I I liked him. I also like him on the team. I mean, I know that's a point of contention still even now, but he brings a different element. You know, the, the technology element. The it's something that no one else the team can do. And so it's a different wrinkle in in the story. You
3: could argue that Batman could kind of do that stuff, but that also, but like Batman has so many other things that he's juggling that, you know. uh,
2: And Batman, I mean, Batman can't provide like that on the spot battlefield integration with the tech that Cyborg can.
3: Speaking of Batman and going low tech, um, why does he need to turn into Matches Malone to get to Apocalypse?
0: (laughs) Because he wanted to get taken away and the Predemons would have noticed his his mask and cape. (laughs) Just...
2: i liked it i liked how ridiculous he looked when he tied the cape around his waist i, I yeah. was like what is what's going what on what is happening what is happening, happening?
0: Now? <laughs> what is happening? why is that man putting a cape on like a toga but i also got
3: just just uh, like the minute before that when he takes when he removes the cowl and he's talking to hal and says that you know my name is bruce wayne and i watched my parents murdered right in front of me i was like are, we're not getting a flashback are we like we're not like we're not go- how how much of this is he going to do right now because this is going to be awkward um, I also like
0: that Green Lantern did no idea who Bruce Wayne was. Yeah, he's
3: like, "Who's Bruce Wayne?" Who's was like, "Wait but, a minute, you have a satellite?" <laughs>
0: that was, was a good line. I, I mean, there was the there side. was some funny bits in it. I thought that was some good stuff. Good, I think the character work was strong. I just I thought it was a really fun time. I didn't think it was a great film. There was some problems. I like, again, I think that uh, someone like Lauren Montgomery is probably one of their top directors. But no relation. So, um,
3: but it's. No, I, I I I I want to see more of Sean Astin as Shazam. I thought yeah. that I, it was he was like unusually funny. Like I I don't think I've ever gotten uh, as as hearty of laughs out of these films as I had with uh, Sean Astin. Um, He's a great choice. This is a sort of really inspired choice. This yeah, it's really inspired, and um, and uh, <laughs> it's like he thinks that Wonder Woman has a crush on him, and uh, it's <laughs> great. And he, I just I love that. I mean, there's a how do you play. Shazam, how do you play, you know, an adolescent who's in the body of a superhero and also how do you make and not it, do Tom Hanks? Uh, yeah, and you know, and make it um timeless. And even though he references World of Warcraft, I actually really like that line. Um, yeah. where he's talking to Darkseid. That uh, and we should mention Darkseid. Um, we've seen Darkseid with better characterization before. Here he's kind of just a force of nature. Right. Um, he did like
2: that he he did the whole I am entropy line.
3: Yeah. He's Wait, pretty. I, just, I mean, I'm... he's scary, and I think it works. I don't think he. I mean, I'm just thinking of like the Adventures of Superman right. series. Um, you know, he there was something. I, I mean, it wasn't the the. the he was Dutus more of a despot,
0: in, in the past, here he's just more of a like a monster. It's kind of like a like apocalypse, like the the Marvel character. Yeah, and it go, It sort no, of goes that. back to the heart of the problems at DC right now. You know, there's just not that level of interesting characterization going on, but. Um, I don't think we've really seen them since very much.
3: And oh, and I was uh, I was a little ticked that uh, Decad got um, Jonah Hex's lip isthmus. Like <laughs> that's just cut, Jonah Hex's. Just cut it. Just cut it off. Are we sure that
0: Jonah Hex hasn't been sent to the future and it becomes DeSad? He should Ooh, be a part be of the Justice arc. League.
3: I don't know why he isn't. That would be a Desaad? lot of fun with it. No, Jonah Hex with his with his American oh. <laughs> flag in the back of his. You jacket. mean uh, Easy Rider, Jonah? Hex? Easy Rider, Jonah Hex from the. The comics of late, yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, there's not a ton to talk about story-wise
0: because it's basically just an invasion pushed back by the heroes. So there's not a, a ton to analyze.
3: But um, I would say I, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely it is. Um, it's uneven, but the more, uh, like I said, the more I watched of it, the more I got into it.
0: And I thought the characters are the characters really interacted well, and I think the voice acting was really strong.
3: Yeah, on the whole, uh-huh. Michelle Monaghan was. She was a
0: good Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder Woman's character a lot. I know people didn't really like that in the comics at the time, but I really enjoyed it. You know, she's a she's a foreign fighter who's never been to the man's sort of modern world, and and I like that sort of fish out of water aspect of it, at least in the beginning.
2: And I also noticed that she she was never as flummoxed or flustered by hordes of parademons in the way that the other heroes were. Right. Like she just she said, okay, you're there's a horde of monsters. I have a sword. I am going to take care of this the only way I know how.
0: That's her milieu, man. She knows how to. You know, you give her a horde of monsters, she takes action with her sword. Yeah, and you. But know, I liked that because you know, Green yeah. Lantern
2: was posturing so much about how I can handle anything. I'm the best. But when it you know when push came to shove, I mean, he he stood up. He got the job done, but he did not handle it with quite the aplomb. Right. Yeah, uh, and and
3: even at the end with the president's address, and she's talking to Superman, saying that I recognize the gods in all of these other heroes, except for you. You're Unlike anyone that I've seen, but, it, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit middle
2: school. You know, on, uh, into... yeah, it was an interesting twist on Grant Morrison's take because she called, she called um, Shazam Zeus, which makes sense with the lightning bolt, but I always right. thought that it was supposed to be the Zeus. It's not important. Well, she's she's
0: as <laughs> Mr. Wonder Woman, so that's... Yeah, well,
2: exactly. We'll no, I guess that's that's right. And I like that um, Green Lantern was Apollo. That was a characterization we never quite got from um, Grant Morrison's Justice League when he was doing the Pantheon. But it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. light, sun, I and light. I dig it. Arrogance. <laughs> Arrogance, too, yeah. So we
0: all pretty much enjoyed it, That's which is good. Um, so the, what happened last time with Flashpoint was that it ended with a little cut with a little cut scene in the in the credits, which is the clearly the influence of Avengers and, and Joss Whedon and Marvel Studios. Um, even the uh, the writer said at the premiere in Los Angeles that he was heavily influenced by Joss Whedon and Avengers. Um, so this issue, this this issue, this episode, this movie—I'll get there eventually. This movie we had uh, the little credit scene in which uh, we see the sea and all the dead. Uh, fish mostly sharks, and then one of the sh- Atlantean ships pops up, and one of the um, soldiers is holding the dead body of the king and swears revenge against the people of the surface. Which means that the well, we'll get into why we know the next film will probably be not the next film, but well, the next series of films will be yeah. getting thrown of Atlantis. Okay. Oh, well, that's so
3: smart. I actually, did, I actually missed the end I didn't watch through the credits. Oh. Yeah, so uh, that was the credit. I totally forgot that they were started doing that. But uh, okay, cool. No, that that makes total sense now. So
0: before we Are you get sure to... it's
2: not going to be a documentary about illegal shark finning. <laughs> well,
3: that could be. I would actually think that's really important that everyone knows about it. Yes. So it so
0: it is. That... Before we yeah. get to talking about Batman and Son, or not Batman and Son, Son of Batman, <laughs> Batman and Son is a, <laughs> it's an old uh, lumber <laughs> company, Son of Batman, and then the the the, the Batman Ark, Arkham Asylum movie. Um, Paul, why don't we you tell the people about what? They've announced as their plans for these films. They're switching up a bit.
3: So basically, they there's is an article on CBR about this, and they're they've got a plan now. And like you si- mentioned Cylons. you mentioned that uh, they've noticed what's going on with uh, Marvel Studios and how they're doing and the numbers that they're getting. And so maybe we should try some of this too. And so they're going to try their their goal, the plan right now. They said is to do three films a year. And two of those films uh, will be part of this continuity. Um, And then the third will be something else experimental, some other thing. So, the way it used to work, would it be two or three films a year, but they were all sort of just. We got two or three
0: a year and they were all different. They were all different. Play around with it. Now we're going to get three a year, two of which are going to take place in this new 52 world. And then the third will be an extra one. They mentioned they'd love to do Gotham by Gaslight. They mentioned they'd love to do Superman Red Son as that third film. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, we're going to get everything in the, in the New 52 world, which means, uh, ostensi- or uh, assuming they can get them the same voice cast, which was a bummer, because I, I really like the idea of different actors interpreting these characters, which has been lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, so the same voice cast, the same direction, or um, design for the characters. So basically the New 52. And the next film is son of batman which is the, the damien story but they are cramming it into this new tattoo world so it's slightly changing that a bit. which kind of really kind of annoys me but that's what you know what are you can do
3: that's sort of the thing so i i read this and i saw this headline before i actually watched the movie and i said oh i don't i don't like that idea i like that they're always doing different voice casting and they're doing different experiments and they're taking when they're doing adaptations um for the most part, they try to do something with the style to match um, at least, you know, it's, it's a spiritual successor to what the, the penciler was doing. Right. Um, sometimes they adhered closer to others. Sometimes it didn't make sense for them to do that in animation, so they didn't. But anyways, it was a case-by-case thing. And so I was like, I don't know if I, I like the idea of them doing this, you know, this continuity thing. Now that I've watched the movie, I think they did come up with a, a pretty good voice cast. Um, so that's at least strong as a base. Um, and I like, as I said, some of these relationships like Cyborg and Shazam and Batman and Green Lantern. Right. Um, there's things that they can also build on, but that's what future films are for. The, but I think the downside is still what you said. If they're taking the Damien story and shoehorning it, into this continuity, that could be problematic.
0: Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind them adapting New Fifty Two stories. Right. You know, do a Do a Court of Owls movie, or what? Do a Throne of Atlantis movie, or do whatever. But you know, are they going to do a, uh, a hard traveling heroes, but jam it into the New Fifty Two? You know, I don't want to see that. Well, right. I do, but. Not, I mean, not in the New 52, but... So hopefully,
3: um, I mean, but they do have that that third spot. Right, third, so if oh. it's something really different... that just can, be the,
0: For me, the third movie is going to be the one that's really exciting. Yeah. I do like this. As you said, I, I like this world. I think if you're going to have a cast moving forward, this is a really strong cast to have. So that's good. Mm-hmm. I like Jason O'Mara as Batman. I, he, he wasn't spectacular, but I thought he was good. Um, maybe this will put to rest all the people who complain every time that uh, Kevin Conroy is not Batman. Now, now they know they won't. Nothing
3: will ever put that to rest.
0: Um,
2: you, did you just say that maybe comics fans will stop? Doing that? <laughs> but, uh, maybe they'll be you know,
0: reasonable for some reason. If I if this means more Justin Kirk Green Lantern, I'm all for it. Yeah. More Christopher Gore and Flash because I thought those series were great. Do a Flash Green Lantern movie. I'm all over that.
2: Yeah, Brave and the Bold sort of thing.
0: Um, so we'll see. So the next film after Son of Batman is they're doing the, the third film is the Batman Arkham Asylum, which takes film, which takes place in the world of a video game, which I've never played. That'll be so interesting.
2: They, I wonder if they'll get Kevin Conroy back for that one. I mean, they don't Damn have, you! You uh, found a hole in my argument.
3: That's, <laughs> see, the, th- the thing with that is the first two of those games in that trilogy were written by Paul Dini. So you're already sort of in that Batman the Animated, animated. Series wheelhouse. So it's just slightly different.
0: It'll be interesting to
3: see. Mm-hmm. Those are good uh, games. Really, those are a lot of fun.
0: And actually, as, as annoyed as I am the shoehorning bat, uh, Son of Batman into that world, I did watch the I saw the trailer online and I watched the featurette on it in the on the disc, and yeah. it looks fun. I mean, it's the, the problem with shoehorning in it is they change a lot. You know, um, did they say who Damien was again? I rented this, so I hadn't seen the extra. Damien's just some little kid actor you've never heard of. Oh, okay. But uh, I mean, who's a little too precocious in the featurette for my for my taste.
2: But uh,
0: um, uh, you know, they, they be pulled, pulled Batman you know, you'll, you'll, you won't you will be happy to know, Paul, that they are basically sh- converting Tim into Dick Grayson in the film so that the clashes between Dick and Damien, um, you know, for the for the heart of the father instead of how it was in the comics with, with Tim.
3: Uh, That's. Uh, Dick, Dick and, and Damien have their special relationship, so I don't know. It's, Tim like America and England. Uh, Tim is gone. <laughs> Tim is gone. I it's <laughs> my favorite Robin,
2: Tim but relationship.
3: Should... Um, it looks interesting. Talia is the main
0: villain, um, Raza Ghul is there, and Deathstroke's Terminator somehow
3: in the story, but um, <laughs> they love Deathstroke now. Uh, so but Death, Deathstroke is in everything. It does look fun, I mean, I'll give it that. I,
0: I, I did watch it going, okay, this is this could actually be really fun as annoyed as I am that they're doing this, but uh there's a lot of out of the costume stuff because in these films you don't tend to get a lot of the personal things you know you really have don't have time for that you got to do the big story so here they showed a lot of stuff between you know bruce and damien but that'll mm-hmm. that'll be interesting I haven't, we've seen nothing yet on the next film um, and then after that presumably in the next three we'll hear about throne of atlantis um so the other do you thing think we'll
2: stretch that out over more than one film or is throne of atlantis just gonna
0: be one film? Uh, it's it's basically this film again but just replaced dark side with aquaman and his army you know
3: yeah Mm-hmm.
0: it's basically another invasion but and in this... they
3: they have to be setting up the justice league of america storyline um,
0: that'd be i think that'd be a great one to do that'd be a great one to do. let's think of some ones we could do
2: so that one would be great i mean that was because that was the when they sort of did that in the justice league unlimited cartoon that was one of the strongest arcs i thought so yeah the justice league of america would be good because then
0: that way you can have two you know twice the amount of heroes and you can and having them all fight each other which is what they always love there's to do. there's a
3: lot of reasons they would do that i mean like you have they established steve trevor already like he right. didn't have to be in that movie at all but they right. i think they established him on, on purposefully and green arrow is in that team and they're they're really trying to make something of green arrow that's right true now. you're
0: right so i was actually thinking we used to talk about the fact that they even mentioned it they, they basically at this point only do Justice League, Superman, and Batman films—anything related to the uh, bigger media properties—they did that Green Lantern film when they had a Green Lantern movie, and if mm-hmm. the, now they have a, a Green Arrow show, which is popular. They're about to launch a Flash show. Right. A better, it's now we can get a Flash film. A
2: better- I mean, Green uh, Green Arrow Year One would be great. I mean, that's you know, it's not New Fifty Two, but I feel like it's still right. in continuity more or it less. It
3: They're they're playing with the Island stuff, so that would work. And
0: even just doing, um, as Paul said, introducing Green Arrow into the larger world and then having a Green Green Arrow, Green Lantern film would be interesting. There's lots of interesting things that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping for a three-film trilogy of the Swamp Thing and One Man crossover.
2: Uh, Connor, would you want to see some of the Wonder Woman mythology stuff played out?
3: No. Mostly because it doesn't really fit the tone yeah that's one thing before before we move on, I did want to mention something jarring about the movie. There's a lot of cursing in this movie it's p g thirteen I understand, but like and it's not that I'm like offended at all and I'm not like thinking about little kids it's just it's it just seems like they're trying a little too hard with the cursing like it's like they're trying to be edgy and it's not quite there with especially with the visual style right so it just, its just it's just something it's just something that stood out to me like whoa, they're really it's a bold new passionate. era yeah. Paul. Uh-huh. Get in,
2: get in line, or fall behind. No, and no, I, I agree with you, Paul. I think it, it I wouldn't, you wouldn't have missed anything by cutting it, and it did sort of, it was jarring. The few times that they really wasn't well, Green us.
3: Lantern call, call Batman a douchebag at one point or something. He does, like, he and, did, and I was like, ah, says shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they say like kick his ass and stuff like that. And yeah, I thought that isn't that there was. a son of a bitch in there too? There might be. Hitting, it's like they're hitting all of them. They got the bingo sheet out, but I, and seriously, <laughs> like and I curse like a sailor. Just, but like,
2: they're just taking a page out of AMC's uh, book. Whatever you can get away with an AMC now, yeah, it's good for the Justice League.
3: My only hope going forward is
0: that you you imagine Superman will be a f- prominent character in these films. I, I hope they sort of streamline that character a bit, figure out but figure what, out. I
2: mean, what arc would you even from the New Fifty Two with Superman would you even want to see?
0: I don't necessarily want to see any particular Superman arc, but he will be a major character in any Justice League film. And I assume they'll find a, a Superman story to do.
2: I mean, uh, I guess they could do the Greg Pak um, Superman Batman.
0: Yeah, they uh, could do that. Yeah.
2: Since, But they don't really seem to know each other at all. In the beginning of this movie, so that that might be that kind that's of the
0: sort of continuity uh, three card money that they're doing. You know, they they met for the first time in this. They met for the
3: first time in yeah. Batman there's Superman. some there's some timey wimey stuff. Um, um, no, so, but yeah. as a, as just speaking as a Superman <laughs> fan, I would like them to not really do much with Superman in this movie. <laughs> just ignore I would him. Just, just seriously, re- like leave him off to the side and play around with the other characters that they that they understand and comprehend. That's.
2: I bet they will do the crime syndicate
3: i not. I don't necessarily
2: want to see it. Ah, but.
3: yes, the uh,
2: forever. They, they, Evil.
0: Yeah,
3: they did that film already,
0: though. Yeah, but not the crime syndicate too. film. I, I would, I would seriously be surprised if they don't do the JLA film, the Justice League versus Justice League America film. because yeah. uh, No, I think that's
2: a that's a no brainer for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, one film they won't be doing is uh, a time travel adventure because they already did one in Justice League Adventures: Trapped in Time. <laughs> Which uh, was the film that they silently put out through Target stores in America, Target only, uh, which was the all ages Justice League of America film. Which I found myself in Target the other day buying a you know one of those plastic bins, and I was walking past the DVDs and I went, wait a minute. So I went over and found it and picked it up. Yeah, and uh, um, it's not very
2: good. No, uh, it's just under an hour long. And would you? Say, I mean, would you say it's not even like? Good for kids. I mean, because you're well, fine for you're not kids. a child. It's probably fine for kids. I've seen you. I would have probably liked it as
0: a kid. Um,
2: the main story is that
0: uh, in the midst of a very perfunctory fight that opens the film uh, with the Justice League fight, and the Legion of Doom, Lex Luthor gets blown up and encased in ice, much like Captain America. But he is not discovered like Captain America. In fact, he is now a museum piece in the future. We go we jump to the future for the Legion of Superheroes, but only for Ka- Karate Kid and the other one, his name I keep forgetting. The one with the wings. Yeah,
2: I can't remember her name either. Kid and her name. Uh, dream, Star- dream Star. Something like
0: that. Dream Star. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. And, it is, uh, no, it
2: is like it is. A, there's Dream in there somewhere.
0: So they see him in the museum, and they're sort of they're you know they're not yet full Legionnaires, and uh, Kid and his arrogance accidentally freeze Lex Luthor in the future. He uses a time device to go back in the past, gather the Legion of Doom go back further in the past, stop Superman from becoming Superman, you know, intercepting the baby because he finds out about it at the museum in the future and uh, finds out who Clark Kent is and Superman. And then so then the Justice League have to stop him. Dawnstar. Dawnstar. Dawn
3: Star. There you go.
2: That was close. Dreamstar. That was pretty good.
3: Dreamstar is yeah. like a minivan. There's um, Dream Girl is what we are thinking. It, it was is. all There's right.
0: I mean, I, there was some things I liked about it. I really liked Robin's redesign. Robin's part of the Justice League in this movie. Um, I thought his costume was pretty cool. Aquaman was okay. It was just... It was actually... The costumes were also new to two versions, and it was actually more egregious here with the lines and the, the sort of piping on Batman and Superman than it, than we'd had in the uh, in Justice League War.
2: Well, we can't have kids confused by why Superman is no longer wearing underwear. You gotta make well, the it... the funny consistent. thing about
0: that was Bizarro oh. is in this, and Bizarro is wearing the underwear costume. All right, that's Bizarro weird. is supposed to be the mirror image Superman. Why is he wearing the old costume?
2: Because Bizarro Am wear underwear on outside. Well,
0: I guess that makes
3: more sense. Um, <laughs> You'd
2: be know you know great
3: if um, when they do the Throne of Atlanta storyline if it's just the Aquaman from Batman the Brave and the Bold. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Because he was pretty great.
0: So I would say if you're a fan of these uh, don't waste your time on Trapped in Time. Don't worry about
2: Unless you have little kids who might like it. it. Little kids would
0: probably really enjoy it. I would have loved it as a kid.
2: Yeah. But, don't uh, discount that there are parents in this world who need to, you know, get their kids for the people I normally interact with who don't have
0: kids uh, who like these films, I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't go out of your way to find this. What I'm saying, Mike Romo's gonna
3: love. Hear this. that, man? Children, just listen. Yeah. Just if you if you absolutely must rent it. <laughs>
2: listen, if it, <laughs> it shows lie. up on Netflix, give it a whirl. It probably
3: will more. show up on Netflix. No, well,
2: it's a I Target mean, exclusive now.
3: Listen, it's a Justice League movie with Aquaman, and how rare are those going to be going forward? So This, this is our main feature. That'll show up on Netflix eventually. Yes. They all do. But In fact, All-Star Superman was on HBO earlier today. I didn't know but that HBO picked those up. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the Justice League War, we all endorse it. Not great, but lots of fun. Great character work, and you're going to be spending a lot of time with these characters going forward, so you might as well check it out to familiarize yourself with them. Because you're going to see them twice a year for the next however many years. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll be back for Son of Batman. Not Batman and Son. Batman and Son is the uh, frontier drama about uh, John's Batman who goes and (laughs) starts a lumber company in Wyoming uh, and with his sons.
2: And it fails miserably because I can tell you as a resident of Wyoming, not Not as many trees as you might hope. Well, he was
0: given bad information when he got off the boat. From, Why did you
2: come to Casablanca, sir? From, from Denmark,
0: and uh <laughs> Jan's Batman with his kids went to – it's a hard – it's not a good story. It's a sad story. It's really there really no waters
2: in Casablanca.
0: So we'll be back for Son of Batman. and uh, you. Can, in the meantime, you can go to ourfanboy.com, and you can comment on this show. Tell us what you thought of the Justice like War. Or if you saw JLA Adventures Trapped in Time, which is the full title. Uh, you thought of that. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I did like that they used the old JLA logo from the from the Grant Morrison days. So though. I mean,
2: know. there's a neighborhood in town called the Tree District because that's the area of town that has trees. <laughs> and I think they'd be annoyed if you started cutting them down for lumber.
3: You're lying.
2: No, I'm not. <laughs>
0: I'm really not. All right, we'll be back tree next district. time. Until then, I'm Connor.
3: I'm Paul.
2: I wish I lived in the Tree District. I'm Ryan.